episode 213. Thank you all for listening to episode 212. Sirloin presents Over the Line Grown Ups Sports Movie Jeopardy. That was a lot. Oof. I am Mr. Toboggan for the return here with my co-host. The returning Bear Covington, the fourth. Yeah, uh, we needed Bear Covington the fourth for uh, some sporting events, but I, I'm kind of happy you didn't show because maybe you would have been the uh, third person to get hurt that day. What a freaking joke! Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm good with that. I, uh, I think I, we played 52 last week for maybe an hour, and I was sore the whole next day. So I wouldn't have been able to do uh, eight hours worth of sporting events. Which one's 52? About dying. You know, the one where you play two on two and you shoot around and you uh, you have to, if someone misses, you can tip it in with one hand for two points. Oh, yeah. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. Well, who did you beat in that one? Um, well, mostly it was Andy and I. We beat uh, Nate and Tim. Um, and then Nate and Tim beat us. And then uh, Johnny Elgin was there and uh, he played a little bit we played but I don't even think I think I might have played him once and beat him I don't think he was ever on my team oh yeah they did that mud thing this past weekend didn't they yeah and you were not in that because you were in a golf outing correct we had the golf outing then we finished second in to I don't know cheaters something yeah we we got called that a a couple times and I just laughed because I'm like oh yeah uh, we went 13 under, one by two strokes. And I'm like, hey, if you want to go run it back right now, we'll do it right now. And, uh, like, the par fives, the one I was telling you about it, hole two, had that long drive, 315 yards, and somehow somebody beat me. I had no idea how. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, right, bullshit. And then um, Dan puts, a, puts it up on the green. There's just a beautiful shot up on the green in two. And the putt was nuts. Like, me and Jake putted off. Like, you had to putt it slow enough so it could make the 90-degree turn and come mm-hmm. back down. And we just messed it up bad. And Brandon from the grown-ups played with us. And, by the way, he did very well. He, uh, so, he missed his. He, he was short. And then Dan comes up, makes his, put it all the way around within six inches. So, it was a nice little birdie putt, you know, nice. six inches. So, I'm like, sweet. And then we go to – the so there's three other another par five on the front nine we we had birdied um and then on the back we we had a or maybe it was the front no it was the front still we had this like dog leg left and we took parrot's drive he absolutely annihilated the ball and dan was behind him by about 20 yards i was mm-hmm. trying to like take a shortcut and just tried to you know bombers delight it bryson DeChambeau, and it yeah. just cut through the trees and i was like ah, it's gone I tried to kill it. And so we take Jake's drive. We actually take Jake's second shot, which ends up on the back of the green, this par five, and we all miss the, like, chip in. And Dan actually is the only one that used his putter from the light mm-hmm. rough, puts it right in for eagle. And, nice. you could, I mean, we were yelling our asses off, as you can imagine. Where was this at? Uh, so it's uh, – I think it was Oaks Oaks Golf Club in Lima. Hmm. Okay, and, I don't uh, I've heard of it, but – and then we ended on holes 10, 11, and 12, and it's par five, par five, par five, three par fives in a row. Interesting. So uh, hole number 10, Dan, you know, I'm trying to obliterate the ball because I know I can trust Dan to get us out in the center. You know, he has a nice draw on the ball, and I know it's going to be in the middle every time. So I 
absolutely annihilate it. So does Jake. And we're off to the right a little bit, and he draws it right to the center, so he had the better shot. So we're about 225 yards out. I grab a four iron and put it within eight feet of the cup. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and I see the guys in front of us on the next tee box just yelling, and I'm like, I just waved because I didn't know how good the shot was. I knew it was up there, but I didn't know until I got there. But, of course, all of us missed the putt. <laughs> So, and I, I rimmed out. So I'm like, of course, so we got the bird birdie the last two holes. So, I mean, we, we started off in the, the game on 13 and 14 with two par fours. We uh, parred both, but still, you know, the last several holes, we were on a streak there where we birdied six out of seven holes. I mean, we were, we were crushing it. And I told Dan, I was like, Hey man, you gotta, we're going to do this next year, but you got to come back when we can actually play like me, you, and uh, I don't care if it's Brandon or Jake, but me, you, and him. And I'm like, yeah, I'll happily go second or, or go somewhere with, like, Cody. Like, the four of us went to FT. Because mm-hmm. if the four of us got in an outing, I'm like, we could probably go 16, 17 under. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, with just how mm-hmm. it was. I mean, we were – Brandon from the grown-up sank two beautiful pots to give us – where we didn't even go because he was the nice. first one to putt. And we were like, mm-hmm. sweet. It's always but, the best way to do it. Oh, yeah, when we got in and we saw we were one of the last people to finish, we had to follow people and wait, and we were the third to last score to go up, and we saw 61. I'm like, and Jake, Jake, you know how smart, how good he is with math, says, yeah. hey, man, I hope we finish top three. I'm like, well, there's only two teams left, and we're in first, so <laughs> I think we're okay. Yeah. And then, and then it comes through, and we ended up we ended up winning by two strokes, and the team after that was uh, – like five shots behind us. Okay. But we bought, so I think a lot of teams didn't buy mulligans. We mm. bought the mulligans. We bought like 12 mulligans because they, you could buy them in three for 10 for each guy. But we only used like, I think four or five. Yeah. You could not use them on the green. It was only, you know, fairway or drive. Drives. And yep. our drives and fairway shots were always good. So, you know, we just take it like, man, we'll just take this to see if we get a better approach. Right. I mean, that, you can only use them there. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Well, now, what happened to you guys? Because I was intrigued by what you were saying. I mean, we played well. We were waiting all fucking day. but Where fuck. were you at? Bedford Hills. Nice. Yeah, the first – well, we started off on par three, which always sucks. Um, and Nate, Nate hit – this is how our day started. Nate hit two feet in front of the cup, and I don't know how he didn't hit the pin – Bounced over, rolled past like nine feet. We made our birdie putt. Um, next hole, par five, shorter. Um, I had a good drive out, so we used mine. We were like 160 out. Cody about sinks it for a fucking Albie. It's like, Jesus oh, Christ. We had a li- we literally had a one-foot putt for Eagle. So, obviously, that was a tap. Guys were on the tee box watching, and the one dude goes, fuck, I thought that went in. <laughs> Like, yeah, we just missed it. It was still um, Sunday or Saturday morning or Friday night poured all that. So it was kind of wet out there, which wasn't too bad. Actually, it was nice, but the greens were soft as shit. So, I mean, you could just you could just bury stuff all day. And that's what we were doing. And we played well. Um, we played Irish, what, we went Irish Buckeye, I think. And on the um, on the Irish, we were nine under. On the Buckeye, we were four under. We just, we just couldn't get it going. I mean, the first – Hole one on Buckeye um, is like 343, I think. And I was about 30 yards away. I about drove the green. Um, 
and we just – I mean, we had a 30-yard chip, and we just – from 70 yards and in all day, we just couldn't get a chip within 15 feet. It was it was embarrassing. The ones we should get. So we left easily three or four strokes out there. Just couldn't do it. But the guys that were behind us um, ended up winning at 15 under, and we were 13. Um, and they – we saw him chip in for Eagle on one par four, which is fair. But a lot of the holes that we watched them on, because we were waiting on the tee box a lot, a lot of the holes we watched them on, um, yeah, they were making a lot of pars. So to get to 15 under, they would have to make a lot of Eagles in there um, from what we saw. So, you know, it is what it is. It's it's all for charity anyway, so I don't really care. But I think – I think they had a magic pencil going out there for them, at least what we saw, because we saw them make at least four to five pars, at least. Yeah, the best wood on the course is the pencil. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But, yeah, we played well. Um, certainly had a couple putts that we could have dropped that we didn't, and uh, one on Buckeye. That one really hurt us, because that was our fifth hole, um, or fourth hole, I think. And we had a chance to go four under through four, five under through four, something like that, and just – just couldn't uh, couldn't do it, and unfortunately made a par. And we had mulligans, and we should have taken them, and we didn't for whatever reason. So thinking we'd have to use them later, and that's the that's the other problem with mulligans. Um, you know, you overthink sometimes, and you want to save them for later. When really, if you got a thirteen okay. foot putt that's makeable in front of you, you should just use it, use it, and get yeah. that birdie. Because we waited till the last hole, and we still didn't even, you know, didn't even matter. So it is what it is. It's what was the charity? Good. What was the charity? Parkinson's. Nice. Yeah. So we've played, it's been five years and we only missed it one year, I think, um, because it was on the tolls outing one of the years. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. It, Cause so we've played that? for, that's you, Cody, Nate, and your dad. Is that right? For the tolls outing, it was yeah. me, Nick, Cody, and my dad. That's right. Yeah. But that one's over with, so that's done. Um, and this one, so again, it's always like the second week in June for this one. And this one is me, Nate, Phil, and, or, uh, this one was me, Nate, Phil, and Cody. Uh, Phil works with Nate. He's, he's pretty good. Nice. Andy played in it one of the years, I think, um, when Phil was out, but we got a pretty good team with Nate, myself, Phil, and, uh, Cody. So. Oh, absolutely. We were there. We just, just couldn't make a couple putts and it is what it is, but they won some shit. They won some prizes and, uh, we had a good time. Finished second. We won, we won a skin. So that was good. Um, one of the yeah, we, they didn't have skins, and we would have won uh, two of them. And um, it's like, man, it's tough. And it, it's okay though. And like with our team, you know, it's it's like kind of Dan's obviously our best player. And mm-hmm. you know, because I'm usually now this year, I mean, since I'm playing consistently, if I play crosswinds, I'm in the 70s all day long, which you could probably shoot in the 60s there. And uh, I shoot, and I usually because I'm usually any other course, I'm low 80s this year. Low 80s, 81, 82, 83. And uh, sometimes I think the highest I've shot this year is probably 85, which is pretty good um, playing consistently. And But, like, they – with our team, you know, I'm playing with Dan, who shoots low 70s, high 60s consistently. I shoot 80s. Brandon shoots 90s. Jake shoots 90s. And somehow, I mean, just the right core four of guys that day because Jake – I mean, when Jake gets a hold of it, you know this, he's a bomber. Like, the day he was with us in our outing, he hit like shit. But now he was using my driver, not a cracked one, and he was bombing. <laughs> and he was – and he's not even – like, you watch him swing. I'm like, dude, if you could just move your hips, like, you have no Didn't idea have a, how further you'd hit the ball. Didn't have a parrot swing. Right. And then Brandon from the grown-ups was just a putt master that day. And he had 
<clears throat> like the first hole we played 13, it was a par four. It was the number one handicap hole in the course. Uh, Dan got us – I was I was off to the left too far. Dan got us, uh, like, to the left, but, like, on the fringe on the left. And then uh, we just – we had some short shots. I went over uh, and on left. And then Brandon actually put on the green. So he was thrilled that we took his shot, the second shot in. Nice. He's like, never would I have thought you'd taken one of my shots, <laughs> let alone the second one. That's the so, best part of a scramble is that, you know, you usually – the guys who are normally there, you're usually your first hitters or first putters, the guys that show you the line. I mean, if they put a good one out there or all that, I mean, you got you got all the world to do whatever you want. That's the best part. Oh, you would have loved, loved this one. It was a, like 215-yard 200 par three. And Dan takes his five-wood, puts it, and it's up a hill, a little bit up a hill hits it right on this hill and doesn't bounce forward. It just stops right there. So I'm standing there. We're, he's riding with me, and I just grabbed my eight iron. I said, I'm not grabbing a putter. We're just putting this bitch in. So Brandon goes, misses. Jake goes, misses. I just chip that bitch right in, and I'm like, let's go. Birdie, see ya. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Dan just laughs. I'm like, that won't happen every time. But around the friend, I said, I know I can hit it pretty good, like right close to the cup, and I'm confident in it. But he, like, we made that – we made – three chips that day technically into the cup nice. well two of them were with putters but you know how they count that bullshit on the fringe right yep so no it was a fun day man and i'm glad that uh ours was for ri- uh rise against hunger or something similar to that they they package a lot of meals they're trying to it's a church st matthew's church tries to pack uh pack several lunches for to go across uh the, the world and they did thirteen thousand last year jeremy's involved and they're trying to do 20000 this year. So, freaking amazing thing that they're doing. We were happy to be a part of it. Good. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part, too, when you're playing these scrambles. Most of the time you're playing, you know, for charities. And um, for the Parkinson's one, like I said, it's their fifth year. And they said that this year, um, overall, total, from what they've done over the five years, they should break the $80,000 mark, and they keep it all local. Um, for oh, local that's awesome. For Toledo area charities. So, it's good to hear. So, um, you know, hopefully next year – they can get to the 100K mark. I'll just have to bring some more money and uh, throw it around like I usually do anyways. Yeah, how much is an outing like that one? Um, I think it was 80 a person. Yeah, ours was actually only 50 a person, you know, which was nice. I'm like, you guys could get more out of this if you wanted to. But they had some, a few little prizes here and there. We bought mulligans and paid for different shit. You know, it was $10 for three mulligans. I'm like, absolutely worth it. <laughs> and uh, – so we each got them, and uh, there was no skin, so we didn't have that. Got some food, but uh, there's that outing. I, I know you said Pensley intentively for the October uh, shit. Second, right? Uh, it's, no, it's the week after. We're not going to play the one on the fourth. Okay. Um, we're going to play the one. You know Dirk, right? Do you know Dirk? Hmm. Uh, unless it's Nowitzki, no. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> his outing's on the 10th of October. It's for okay. his – his, uh, his father-in-law, who owns ABC Countertops, I just played golf with him a few times. He's a good friend of my uncle and dad. He's sponsoring it, and, you know, it's for his grandson's softball team. And then they actually do the, the – after the it's, – it's at White Pines, which would be a great place to win a golf outing. And uh, we could do that there. But mm-hmm. afterwards, the catering is all at, at Brad's house, which is right around the corner. Literally, you go up A, you know, turn off uh, kind of road two, up A, and he's right there on the left. Like, nice. simple as that. So, hopefully we can play that. That's like, I told Dirk, get us the guys in. Um, you'll just have to let me know if you can. If not, you know, I'll get Dan up here. I think Jake and Brandon are into play, but 
I was like, man, if Jake or Brandon can – or Jake or Brandon back out, I'm getting Dan. So we can get Dan, you, me, and and like even if it's Jake or Brandon. I know Brandon's good on the on the greens for us, which we need, and Jake can be a plumber if we need it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Either way, uh, let's hope we can get into that. We know Cody's not playing. Just an update for everybody on Cody Bryant. Um, he did have surgery yesterday, Tuesday, and it went longer than expected. It was torn higher than they thought and uh, worse than they thought, which is if you were there that day, Bear, you would be blown away that it's torn. I never would have thought in a million years it was torn. He sat down for a little bit. Yeah. Never thought it was bad. I mean, he's like, oh, I can't, I can't put weight on the front. And then game four comes around in basketball. He comes in and starts walking around a court shooting baskets, playing a little D softball. He's playing pitcher because we played pitcher's hand. And when he batted, we ran for him because we're like, no, dude, you can't run. We'll run. You play pitcher's hand. He's hobbling along. And then in football, he scores two touchdowns, hobbling along down the field and the game winner in football. And I'm like, he's like, what is this right here below my cap? It's on fire. I'm like, well, that's your Achilles down there. And I said, but if you're moving around like this, I would never think that it's torn or ruptured. He comes to trip that night, got an air cast on. They didn't say anything at that point. Goes in Monday or Tuesday, finds out it's torn or ruptured. And we're like, he's got to be shitting me. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw his recovery. It's only six weeks. Mm, really? I think, I think just to walk though. Cause just I was like, walk, I think right. you just want to walk. Cause I said, dude, you, I don't think you're going to be playing again. And I said, we may have you back in the spring. Cause we decided we're going to do uh, this twice a year. We're going to go down in St. Mary. We're going to go down to St. Mary's in the spring. And in St. Mary's, we're going to do cornhole, putt, putt, like you had recommended <laughs> dodgeball, uh, we're going to play basketball. We're always going to end with basketball. And then um, – Yeah, what do we end it with it. Good idea. Don't start with basketball. <laughs> end with basketball. <laughs> yeah. End with the most physical one. Yes, absolutely. And so we got – because we tried to start with that, and that was brutal. And uh, – but, yeah, so we're going to do – what do we say? Cornhole, putt-putt, volleyball, dodgeball, basketball in uh, September. and then, Or in September in the fall – or in the spring. And then in the fall, when we come back, they come back up here – we're going to do flag football again. We'll play basketball again. And uh, we'll just do two. We might do like badminton or something. Just something crazy. We'll come up with something. Uh, we'll have a good time. With darts. Them. Darts. Yeah. Jarts. <laughs> with actual, <laughs> with the actual ones. Like the old school ones. Polo. Yeah. That, that's probably more dangerous than basketball. Right. Play some water polo. Oh, gosh. So, it, I mean, we had a lot of fun with them and, and, Sports Movie Jeopardy was the last time we got to, to do the show at Rightfield Office. Thanks again to Sparty Steve for that. Um, wish you could have made it there. Uh, yeah. um, but we had – so we drew I, – I wrote our names, me, Cody Bryant, and Jake, on, like, business cards that I have. And I just held them out, and I'd let each of the grown-ups pick. So Jeff picks one, he gets Jake. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? We're going to get destroyed. <laughs> And then Brandon, he pulls my name, so that means Cody gets Shiv. I'm like, they are the heavy favorite here. Shiv has never lost in trivia mm-hmm. uh, on his show or and ours and teams. You guys won. And then Brandon's never won. I've won pre-Cody you know, Cody in the past. And then uh, Jeff and Jake, they're like, we don't know shit. So, they, I mean, it was great, dude. We, we were destroying it. Me and Brandon were – killing him in the beginning if you go back and listen to that show which you should just the jeopardy mm-hmm. you like the questions you should check that out and um so we do that we end up we end up uh in the lead at the end going into final jeopardy we had 64 um jeff and jake had 35 and cody and shiv had 32 
dude, I, I lost my shit. And they just yelled out their bets because I was like, let's just bet six, you know, just enough to, to win in case, you know, they, the Cody and Shiv get it right. So they bet it all. I say, let's bet one. So we bet one. And um, <clears throat> so we, we just laugh because we're like, oh, if we bet one, uh, the other two only bet three cause, or two because they wanted to beat Cody and <laughs> Shiv. So it's rock. You know, the question was, what's the, what movie was the first sports movie to win the Academy Award for Best Picture? So I was like, it's got to be Rocky, you know, or Chariots of Fire came to mind, but I didn't know when that came out. And so we went with Rocky. It was Rocky. And so we got one point. We had 65. Uh, Cody and, and or Cody and Shiv had zero. They missed it. And they uh, guess? Oh, God, what did they guess? I'll have to listen. Right of the Yankees, I think. And, and then uh, I, I can't remember what Jeff and uh, Jeff and Jake guessed, but they only they bet probably guess Happy Gilmore. I think Major League Three. <laughs> that was a joke. But no, they did they did really well. You would actually like it because they answered some that was kind of surprising. But we were handing it to them the whole show, and it I mean it was fun. And then we cleaned up, left, and then the next uh, this past Sunday, me, Shiv, and Brandon actually went back down there got all the conference ta- uh, chairs and the mm-hmm. conference table and, you know, the legs are taken off of it. It's all in my garage right now. Cause when the floors get replaced in the pod room, the one table is coming in and it's actually more narrow than two mm-hmm. six foot tables. And it's shorter by a half a foot. So we're going to have more, you know, space around us, which is nice. Great. And uh, I'm going to look into, and you probably would be fine with this getting like actual mic stands for us so that we don't have to connect to the table. We can just like have it right next to our face, which would make sense rather than us leaning down. Yeah. And, and then we don't, you know, don't have to worry about shit. We can put those, those air covers back over instead of the pop filters. And we're going to need a new, we're going to need a new board here soon. Cause we only got four, but uh, yeah, it'll be good. I mean, we'll see. We got a, uh, you'll enjoy that. We got a lot of time, we got the conference table. So we have something from RFO to, to remember the show by, and it'll be good. I mean, we'll have that. And uh, Parrot, speaking of which, uh, golfed the other day with Trevor Gorsuch, who's a goalie for the Walleye, and mm-hmm. is going to have him get on the show. So somehow he talked him into getting on the show. We look forward to that soon, and uh, we're going to develop a list of questions to to ask him and look look more into him. I know he went to Western Michigan, and and played college hockey there. He's he's a big he's a fan favorite of the, of the Walleye. And uh, he played elsewhere just for a little bit, but he just signed back with the walleye in July. So look forward to kind of picking his brain about things. That'll be fun to have him on the show. So good job, Parrot, actually doing some work. <laughs> yeah, that's the fir- a first. <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, all right, so we had uh, I had to catch you back up because I feel like you've been gone forever. And uh, I mean, we haven't like- recorded we haven't recorded in two weeks uh, on Wednesdays, and you know, you're at the last technically well two episodes. So, oh. I guess we can start now. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. <laughs> Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, uh, the first primary sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. Thank you to Brandon. Thanks to Crandall Squatty Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Orlando, Florida. I'm watching the uh, Heat and Bucks right now, so they're in a they're in a bubble in Orlando. Might as well pick Orlando. Nice, and uh, you got to check him out. It's now it's now getting into the fall. Fall starts officially in 18 days. He can help with your fall cleanup. Your your uh, he can aerate. He can seed for you. He's doing the drainage. Plant trees. Best time in the fall to plant trees. Get in touch with him. He can plant trees for you. 
Uh, and then thank you, and last but not least, to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, it sounds like uh, no one knows what's going on with COVID. The CDC said, you know, it's uh, back down to 9,000, or is that true, or fake news? But even if it is, we know it isn't fake news, and that's Connell Barrett being the number three dating coach on Google. What would be even less fake news if you made him number two or number one by going to Connell Barrett or by going to datingtransformation.com and reaching out to Connell Barrett to help out your uh, dating game, potentially help out your love life, maybe take a little stress off. Maybe, uh, you know, your mom's still bugging you about it because you're 33 and, uh, you know, you're not married. And she just, when are you going to get married? You know, if you go to datingtransformation.com, you don't have to ever worry about answering that question to your mom again. You'll have girls all over you. You'll be able to pick from 10, 20, 50. Who knows? So go to datingtransformation.com. All right. So um, BGA, man, uh, we, we've had two tournaments since we last recorded. We had the Northern Trust and the BMW. Uh, first, let's start with the Northern Trust. Who who won the Northern Trust? That was uh, DJ, wasn't it? Um, yes, that was the one he put up like he was 30 under or something, I think. Um, honestly, that was so long ago, I don't remember. Um, but I think that was the one he absolutely dominated everybody. Had a chance to shoot 59. Um, he didn't. He shot 60 on the same day that Scotty Scheffler shot a 59. Um, but absolutely dominated. I think he won by like six or something like that. Absolutely nuts. Um, but last week, oh, my goodness, last week was crazy um, at the BMW. Um, only 70 guys. Um, get them down to the 30 here for the Tour Championship. Up. But, my goodness, how awesome was it, uh, DJ make a – 32 footer down the hill winding putt just to go to the playoff. And then we Insane. go with Rom and DJ and then Rom comes back and makes an absolutely point point a point oh oh five percent putt 66 footer on the hill and fucking drains it middle of the cup. I mean, it was insane. Absolutely unbelievable. And DJ had still like a 28 footer to tie him and just, I mean, the putt didn't look good, but it got closer and closer. I didn't think it was going to make it. And he just missed. I was like, Oh my goodness. That was insane. When they, when they, they showed that. Yeah, it was. And when they showed Rom's putt, I was, I had turned it on because parrot had said, dude, DJ just thank a putt, like a 37 foot putt to force uh, a playoff. And I was like, no shit. So I turned it on then and I turned it on right as Rom and DJ were on the green. And so mm-hmm. they're lining up, Rom's looking around, and I'm listening to the announcer say it's 66 feet, but he's got to hit it about 40 feet because it's going to cut and just head downhill. And he's like, oh, he's got to get it close. This is going to be the longest two-putt of his life, you know. And then he just hits it, and it turns, and, you know, Rom's just walking, like getting ready to, like, see where he's got to mm-hmm. go to the next. And then he stops. He's like, oh, shit, shit. And I'm, like, sitting there. We're eating dinner. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I just yell at my phone and Kelly's sitting next to me, and she's like, what? I'm like, did you see that pod? That was insane. <laughs> you know, I was going nuts just watching it on my little phone. <laughs> yeah, that was that was absolutely – that was one of the craziest endings of a golf tournament I've seen in a while. Um, and not because someone choked, just because someone came up so clutch and made just insane shots to get there. It was, it was absolutely awesome. So coming into the Tour Championship this week, there's only 30 guys, so obviously no cut. Um, and they start off, you know, at 10, 8, 7 as they go down the list. Um, and we'll just give you the top 10 of what they have. So uh, DJ is obviously one after winning a tournament, finishing second. Rahm is two. Tom, Justin Thomas is three. Webb Simpson, four. Colin Morikawa, five. Daniel Berger, six. Harris English, seventh. 
big surprise in there. Harris English has been playing some really good golf. This will probably be um, the best year for him money-wise um, because finishing top 10, I think, regardless, gets you a million. So he's oh, no shit. most likely, unless he completely just falls apart this weekend, should be making over a million dollars just for the FedEx Cup plus what he makes in the tournament. DeChambeau is eighth. Sung J.M. is ninth. And Hideki Matsuyama is 10th. Um, he's had a couple good weeks in a row. He's worked his way up uh, pretty good to get into the top 10. Um, you know, Rory sitting at 12, just a big, bigger name back there. Um, Patrick Reed is right behind him at 13. Finau is at 20. Hasn't, you know, hasn't been very impressive, but you, I mean, know, you just had some... a fifth for me. Yeah, that is true. Um, that was his best. He, he definitely was not impressive before then. Um, he should definitely be in the top 10 of this. Um, but he just, you know, right. I, I think he's going to get there. I think he's going to get there and just doesn't. And then, uh, old Billy Horschel rounding out the top 30. Um, always seems to be in the top 30. Um, Billy Horschel. Last couple of years. Billy Ho, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome. Um, it's it's great to see that, uh, you know, DJ certainly has a shot. But unfortunately for DJ, he has not had good luck. Um, <laughs> not when he's got the lead going into the last day. He has, he has not. Um, and it's crazy, you know, there's been a lot of times where you know, DJ should definitely have uh, won a FedEx Cup, and I, I, he has not yet. He's choked a few times. So hopefully he pulls through this time and can win a cup and uh, get that, I think, $15 million payday or whatever it is now. Yeah, it's what, $10 million? Yeah, it's something, something nuts. Um, big, big, time, big time money getting thrown around. Let's see if I can find the number. Yeah, it's um... – you know, I like you and I talked about. I'm, I'm, I don't think he's going to win just because DJ starts out with a lead. You got, you got a lot of good golfers up there. But what is Morikawa starting at? Four under? Uh, yes, I think so. It'd be four under. So he's got a shot. That kid, man, he's, he's got a good shot to challenge Tiger and Jack for most all time. Oh, absolutely. He certainly does. Um, he's amazing. He's- yeah, he's got a long way to go, but he's there. Um, and he can, if as long as he keeps playing well and keeps up, he could definitely be one of the top top golfers of all time. Um, so it's fifteen million for first, five 15? for second. Yeah, five five for second, four million for third, three two and a half, one point nine, one point three, one point one. So actually, I lied. Ninth place gets nine hundred fifty thousand. Um, so oh, you have to no. finish top. You have to finish top eight for a million dollars. Holy so, shit! Yeah. So. How many, how many majors are left? Uh, there's two majors left. So the U.S. Open and the Masters will both be this year. So, uh, but that, the go ahead. I was going to say the British Open was canceled this year. Right. So that's why there's only only three this year. So what I was going to say, because I know we're trying to figure out. Usually we would have ended now for the golf, but they canceled so many tournaments. So what I was going to suggest is not play the rest of the year, but only do the two majors that are left. And that's the last two things that count. Sure. Could do so that. We'll just do the tour championships. So I'll just, what's, what's first, the U.S. Open or the Masters? The U.S. Open. It is, I think, in two weeks. Oh, okay. And then the it's Masters is the last one we'll do. Masters is the second week in November. Okay. Because I figured that's the best way to do it because then we get all majors in like we normally would. And then we'll end with the Masters. So the Masters is our championship for golf. Mm-hmm. And um, and that'll be good. So, and we've got some golfers left. Uh, uh, so just to get into this week, Tour Championship. That's it. East Lake, right? Yes, East Lake in Atlanta. 
Okay. And, yeah. and like you said, DJ starts 10 under to start the tournament. Um, so actually I'll just tell you, I only have one pick right now. We got to get to Cody and Jake. Jake's going to get me his picks on his break. Uh, but Brandon took Kevin. Nah. Okay. Uh, you were actually in first, so you should pick first. My guy's already in here, so I got to tell you the updated standings, by the way. So it's going to come down to me and you. Yeah, if you um, can share that, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. There's a few left. I don't know who I have to pick from in the top because I only got 30 guys to choose from. I don't want to be like Parrot and uh, pick a nobody. Yeah, like Ricky Fowler, who um, didn't play this past week. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, Ricky Fowler didn't play, so you get a 70. Jeez. <laughs> Typical. So our right. points, you know, I gained uh, you, the week before you got some points on me, but this week I gained 46 back on you. So I think you have a 29-point lead on me total, 724 to 695. 29-point lead with three tournaments to go, three majors. Or is the tour considered a major? Uh, no. It, it's like a – it's like a Fox major, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really just – it's the FedEx Cup major, quote-unquote. It's the Super Bowl of golf. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, looking through, um, I'm just trying to find a guy. Obviously, you know, this would have been a great spot to keep DJ. <laughs> right. That's what I said, too. I was like, damn, should add DJ. When you get to start up there. But I will um, – I, I unfortunately, the top uh, five guys I've already taken – so I'm going to go. Nah, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, you did. Some bitch. You did yeah. take Justin Thomas. I didn't yeah, think I you got, did. I got Thomas. I, uh, I know you took him here. Um, um, certainly because yeah. he has six. Rem, you took Simpson. DJ a couple weeks ago. Um, you got Bryson. Um, do I? I do have Bryson. I was going to save him for a major um, because, but he is my FedEx Cup pick. So yeah, this is the time. Is he your kid? Yes, he is. He is. Your he guy? is cup pick. So I guess I'm going to have to go with him. Yeah. Yeah. See, I wanted to take Justin Thomas, but I can't. <laughs> so, Sorry, you took him. Yeah, for my FedEx Cup. So yeah, Bryce. So you. So realistically, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, we all have a shot. Well, except uh, me and you do. Let's be honest here. <laughs> well, I mean, Rory is Rory's three under, and Rory plays really well here. I don't. Yeah, this is true firepower quite to get there but don't be surprised if rory is uh if he finishes like top three uh, i i really can see that happening but yeah i mean we have even even technically abraham answer has a chance so even even cody has a chance here um so four of us have a shot um two of us have a really good shot one of us has a mediocre shot one of us pretty much has no shot and one of us definitely doesn't have a shot because they're not in the top 30 who's that speed that would be parrot yeah, of course it is. Um, yeah, because Thomas is what, eight under to start this, right? Yeah, so Thomas is third. Um, DeChambeau is seventh, I think. Who's second? Rom. Oh, Rom. So Rom, Rom starts eight under, doesn't he? And yes. then And then uh, Thomas is six under, isn't he? Yes. Or seven. No, seven. 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 Yep. Yeah, because he, he was pulling for DJ to win, so he could be second and be eight under. That's what he was pulling for, get that extra shot. Yeah, and D and uh, Bryson was Bryson is seventh at four under, and I think Rory was like twelfth at three under. So it, it's it's still possible. Anything's possible with this, you know. Anyone can just go nuts here and and do something. And DJ, 
in the past has been lackluster. So we'll see. It's very interesting. I mean, Thomas could come out the first day and shoot 65 and DJ could shoot 70 and boom, Thomas is in first right off the bat. So it's, it's crazy, man. Anything's possible. So if I know you're taking Bryson and I got Thomas. So if you were a betting man on knowing what you know right now, if you tomorrow could pick anybody who you taking. Mm, you tell me like I got to pick to win the FedEx cup or the tournament. Yeah, uh, to win the FedEx Cup. Well, sorry, that's what I mean. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Whoever wins that tournament wins the FedEx Cup. I really think it's going to be DJ. Um, I do too. I really do. I think that this is going to be his year to finally break through, which will be it. And don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a great golfer. He's obviously broken through. He's won majors, but he's never won a FedEx Cup. This will be the year to win the FedEx Cup, and that right there puts him into a Hall of Fame. Uh, he, He would have now done it all as a professional golfer. So, like, 27 wins on tour, um, uh, you know, a major, and then that would, that would solidify you uh, certainly as a, as a Hall of Famer in the golf world. Right. And he essentially is. It's all that cocaine, right? Yeah. Well, that's probably helped. Helped a lot. It may or may not have helped. So, <laughs> um, we, we've had a, a couple weeks off. So, we had two races. Uh, where were they at? Dover? Um, a couple well, then weeks that would have been ago. three races, right? So it would have been two Dovers and a Daytona. Right. So I'm trying to back up in that because I don't remember who won it. I know Harvick won one, which I can see right there. He won the Sunday race. But mm-hmm. the – the uh, oh, Hamlin. Shock. Hamlin won the Hamlin. race before. Yep. So Hamlin won that one. Harvick won the next one. Uh, they're leading going into the playoffs. But how about Daytona, man? Everything that we wanted Daytona to be – to be the race before the playoffs. And we said this at the beginning of the season that that was a smart decision by NASCAR because we're going to get exactly what we want to see. And that's guys racing to get in. So it was just fun to watch those last five, 10 laps because you had a guy like Tyler Reddick who was winning the race. So technically he's in at that point in time, which mm-hmm. dropped Jimmy out, dropped Byron out and had to Benedetto on the cusp because I'm like, God, I just want Maddie D to get in. And, uh, and then you're like, Oh crap. And then, and I was like, oh, Kyle's there. Kyle's got a shot to win a race. He hasn't won this year, which is a shock. Yeah. And uh, absolute shock after 26 races hasn't won. And you look at, like, Reddick cuts up into them, their speed of momentum. And it, it Kyle, you know, Kyle can't stop. He's not going to stop on a speedway. So he hits him, goes into the wall. That ends his day. And all he said in the interview was, 2020, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> He's like, I'm done with this. So absolutely insane. And then we watched William Byron come up through to win the race. He didn't have to win the race. He was ahead of Jimmy, but he did. He wanted to get in his first career win, which is awesome. Uh, well, it's see. big, though, because it gets him, I think, into the next round anyways, doesn't it? Well, no. Um, I, thought no. It, I thought winners I, – I can't remember they exactly get more how points. standings go. They get more points. Right. So because you got to finish in the top 12 – uh, to move on to the next round. You know, right now they're going to be in the round of 16 going into the, this week's race, which is at Darlington. And we, like we had talked about, I'm going to go back to my NASCAR sheet. So these first three races, so you've got Darlington, Richmond, Bristol. After those three races, it resets again. And so if, let's say, like Brandon has his next three picks here. So let's say those three guys win. It could be anybody. You know, it could be Hamlin. Let's say it's Hamlin, Harvick, and, and Byron when they're automatically into the next round Mm -hmm. and then the top other nine guys 
go. And as we look at the standings, and by the way, Bubba Wallace, who was our pick, finished fifth, which was awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Daryl Wallace that. Jr. I love it. No, it was fantastic. And and I loved every part of that. I was, you know, quietly hope he would win, but I was like, then that would have knocked out. Well, no, then De Benedetto still would have got in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would have been Bubba Wallace in De Benedetto, which would have been amazing. So with the reset, you know, they were able to earn playoff points if you won stages. And, of course, if you won a race, you got to you got more more points. So now that they're reset, you can see here. Can you see this okay? Yeah. All right. So Harvick – so it resets it to 2,000 points. So you can see Benedetto's at 2,000. Kurt Busch is at 2,001. He got one stage win, so he got a playoff point. If you look at all these other things going on, like Kyle Busch, he's only won one stage, so he has three bonus points because he probably won a second stage. So he only has three bonus points for playoffs, so he's at 2,003. Because every time this resets, it resets to what they have. That's the point of having it. Hmm. So, Kevin, and, and I think when it resets, it might reset. I think all their points still count. So seven stage wins, 57 points. I, I think – I don't know if each time it would reset to he would have 57 more than everybody i i can't remember how they reset or if it's just those three races going in mm, okay but it would make sense if they just reset the whole thing not you know based off this because this should get him into the next round hypothetically so byron like you said he is ninth right now he jumped from not in to ninth yeah because he won a race he's got some stage wins um and you and you just look at that so you've got cole custer in 11th almirola is quietly in 12th so this first three races, like we said, they're shorter tracks. You got Darlington, you got Richmond, you got Bristol, all less than a mile and a half. So you got your guys that run well here: Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. They all run well here, and uh, all they got. If you want to race, though, you're into the next round. Simple as that. You're guaranteed mm-hmm. into the next round. Uh, Harvick, even though he's 57 points ahead, three DNFs, you ain't making it. I don't think that's going to happen. But do you see the amount of DNFs he has this year? Yeah, zero. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. But look at look at Kyle, man. He's got five, and he's mm-hmm. still there. He has no wins, which is unreal. But if you look at him, he's still got eleven top fives and thirteen top tens. That's just Kyle Busch, man. Yeah. I mean, so he's got more top fives than everybody but Truex, who's he's tied with Hamlin and Harvick. That's it. That's Kyle Busch. Like, and his wrecks have not been his fault. Almost all of them have not been his fault. Yeah. Just bad luck this year. And he's led, you know, has not won a race, which is, I think you can agree, insane. Right. And because uh, no he would have won by now. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And I know you're you're going now for your NASCAR title. You put some uh, you put some padding between you and the Parrot. So you're at 315 points and Parrot's at 323. So you got an eight-point lead. Yeah. Man, 315. Is that right? 320. Yeah, so you must uh, – oh, yeah, because he had a one-point lead. You only had a nine-point nine difference. He had a one-point lead. Now you're up by eight. Yeah, I have, my last two races have really helped me out. Um, even still, he gets the 14 with Michael McDowell, which is nuts. I was really hoping that McDowell would wreck out or something. But, but he always does good at those speedways, which is crazy. Yeah, know, everyone else wrecks out. I should have taken Brendan gone. Right. He finished like eighth. Motherfucker started fortieth. But um, yeah, I mean Darlington, you know, 
Oh, you got what? How many races do we have? 12? 10. 10 races. Okay, so I got 10 races. So you get 10 of your best drivers. 10 of the best drivers, right? You want, I mean, there's so much strategy. I think last year I played the strategy of I took my, uh, I waited to use my um, championship driver last. Well, that's stupid. Why would I do that? So I'm using my championship driver first. Denny Hamlin, motherfucker. Darlington. Going to win it. That means I'm not going to gain any points on you. Great. <laughs> no, you are not. I don't but think look I'm at gonna... us. Look at us the last, what, four out of five weeks. Or... I, I don't think I can beat you. You're you at 315. Win. I'm at 459. I think I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to finish last every race, and you have to finish top five. It's possible. I'm just well, saying when we've, picked, when we've picked together, we had a win we with do Chase. Well. Look at that. Yeah, win with Chase. We and, got a fifth, uh, fifth with Bubba. With Bubba. So here we go with Hamlin. We're going to get a one. It's We're going to get another target. one. I love it. I want my fourth win on the year and to still remain last in points. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> uh, I don't have the other picks from Cody and Parrot. We'll get them. Uh, but Brandon took Joey Logano. And they've yeah. raced here already twice this year, haven't they, at Darlington? Yes. Um, I think Har- Harvick and Hamlin won. One. Shocking. Yeah. Harvick won the longer race. Hamlin won the shorter race on a Wednesday night. So it'll be. Oh, we're gonna see. I'm, we're taking Hamlin. Yeah, I gotta gotta go with the dude who uh, you know, like you said, you gotta you gotta start off hot. I want to start off with Harvick. Hey, look at us with Truex. We finished sixth. So the see? worst we've done is sixth when we pick the you same gonna... guy. I just need to let you pick and follow whoever you pick. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Get another. Well, you picked the last couple of weeks before me, so. Oh, well, my guy was just already there. I knew I was keeping Bubba for Daytona. I knew he was going to. Oh, be- same. That's the same thing I was doing. And then when I put it in, I saw that you had it in. I was like, oh shit. So. And then you realize, like, I didn't know until you just told me that when we pick together, we mm-hmm. and not even on purpose, we do well. Yeah. <laughs> a first, a fifth, and a sixth. Pretty good. So let's hope for another one. Let's let's hope for that. I think that uh, it should be a good. Race. I think it's Sunday night they're racing uh, Labor Day weekend, so that's yeah. Open. We'll be doing our football draft. Yeah, seven o'clock on Sunday night, so we'll definitely have the race on since there will be uh, no college football. But exciting college hey, football. Do, I, hey, do we get do we get an IR spot for COVID? No, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that we went through all that. Like. We, we added an extra spot, I think, two years ago, Nate and I were talking about. I was like, we don't need an extra spot. We have enough players. Yeah, that, 17 that, players is enough. Yeah, it's plenty. Trust me. As much as I love drafting for three hours, it's plenty. No, I, I would prefer – I almost just want to zoom in because I don't feel like leaving. But I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll interact with humans, whatever. Yeah. Plus, I got to see him in his dress. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen the dress, by the way. Um, I was over at Nate's this weekend, and oh, oh, you might want to wear some Stevie, uh, some Stevie Wonder blinder glasses because, oof. Let's just hope he See, I know, I know Nate did that before. I don't understand why you do that. I don't want to look at a guy in a dress like that, like a provocative dress. I was nice when I want to give Cody, like, an old woman dress. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. The goodwill too. for five dollars. <laughs> so after after he bought the dress, he came up with this idea, which I thought would have been fantastic. He should. What he said is he should have bought a wedding dress and he wore a tuxedo. Would have been fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not happening. But 
Well, he can save it for next year. Yeah. But hopefully he doesn't win. He doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't win next year. This will be an interesting year. I mean, there's just – there's so much that can happen um, in the NFL. It's – I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's going to be nuts. But hopefully they give us enough time for, uh, you know, testing practices and these guys stay in a bubble and all this shit and we should be okay. But um, there's been not a lot of – you know, it's – you got no preseason – um, so you really don't know what's going on, you know. So it's it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what we end up with. But I think the draft in general is going to be crazy. Um, Fournette just got fucking cut. Uh, you know, they wanted to trade Kamara. I just saw today that the Saints are looking to renegotiate his deal. So it sounds like he's going to stay in New Orleans. But, um, you know, Fournette is like a third or fourth round, second, third or fourth round pick, man, getting cut. That's uh. It's interesting. So it'll be it'll be crazy to see where he drops and just everything else with the draft. It's always my favorite. But I haven't done a lot of research. So in the next uh, four days, I really need to start looking into that. Uh, I haven't looked at it either. Johnny and I uh, briefly talked about what we want to do, like if we're going to keep Mahomes, who was a third-round pick for us. But see, that's interesting. So we picked him in the third round with somebody else's third round. So he still counts as a third for us, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I'm. I picked. I picked Lamar in the eleventh, and I think that's who I'm keeping. I, it was tough because I had Godwin in the sixth, and I was like, "Man, that's really good." But oh, that's like we're just gonna suck Gronk off and throw to him all day. So, well, we had Kenyon Drake in the seventh, and I said we got to consider him. But I just, man, I know he had a good year last year, but I just, I just can't buy into that hype. I, I think he's gonna do well, and I think he gets opened up more because DeAndre's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I it's going to help. Because he's a guy – he's not like your power back. He's your guy that's going to catch passes and, you know, run for long runs. But how long can that last? That's why I'm like, ah, we just got to stick with Mahomes. You got to stick with the guarantee. And if Drake's there at a, at a time we need to pick, because we pick seventh and 13th and then we don't have a third uh, – uh, then we don't have a third rounder. So we got to pick two backs or a back and a receiver and call it a day for at yeah, least I mean, till the fourth round. Yeah. When, when do you guys pick? You said sixth? seventh okay yeah i'm fifth so i hate being in the middle of the draft but it is what it is um but this year is going to be interesting because mccaffrey's out there barkley's out there um aaron jones kamara all and both those guys were kept in the last round so now they're back up the first round second round picks you know so it's going to be an interesting uh interesting year the only person at least who i know is getting kept is you know zeke nate is keeping zeke because he made a trade he Zeke was kept, but since he was traded to Nate, Nate is allowed to keep him um, since Ryan traded him. So he's the only one I know uh, in the top five running backs that are getting kept. I think everyone else is out there. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that goes. Cause I mean, that's going to be the mad scramble. Like you need, you know, first round pick. Uh, if, if whoever, and it's, I'm assuming it's going to be Rob, but if whoever gets, it doesn't take McCaffrey. I just, Whoever's getting, whoever's picking second just fell right into gold, you know? Right. I think you're sitting all right with where you're at. So it'll be interesting. So, what I should do is trade like Mahomes and my first round pick to Rob so I can get McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, do whatever you want. It's draft day deals, baby. That's what we got. It's not a, it's, and it's not a bad thing either uh, to trade Mahomes and a, your seventh pick for a uh, for a number one who just destroys the year, but with my luck he'll get hurt in week two. So um, <laughs> that's what would happen to me and uh, John. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. 
so baseball, we've got uh, – remember, we got a 16-team playoff this year. So uh, people are starting to separate. You can kind of see um, the, the Rays are just – so the Yankees were hot. Now they're three and a half behind the Rays. They're getting beat up tonight. The Rays are owning them this year. Uh, very – like just kicking their ass, kicking the shit out of the Yankees. And granted, they got guys hurt right now, Judge and Stanton, but that's okay. Uh, look at the Indians in the center, man. They're tied with the uh, White Sox now. Twins were up there, but now it's those two. So that's yeah, they, the, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Indians games because, you know, I, there's, there's stuff on, but I've just been watching that because 60 games makes me interested in baseball. Like, games matter. 162 right. games, no one gives a shit for half the year. When you play 60 games, the shit matters, so – I've been watching a lot. They um, they beat the shit out of Kansas City last night. Two nights ago, they should have fucking won. And uh, Car Shank came in after Bieber pitched another gem. Um, definitely the Cy Young leading pitcher this year in the AL, no doubt. Um, and he pitched another gem, nine strikeouts, seven innings. Uh, dude comes in in the eighth, who's been very good this year. Wild as shit. Ends up giving up the one run there. It was one nothing. He gives up two runs in the eighth, and they end up losing two to one. It's like, damn it! Last night they won like ten to two or something like that, and they they play tonight with another young stud pitcher. They have um, kid. The kid looks like he's like sixteen, but he's a tall, lanky, skinny. I mean, beanpole that throws ninety eight. It's just it's insane. So I'll be uh, well. Actually, they're about to start now, so I'll probably turn it on since the uh, basketball game is. At halftime. Is it at halftime? The uh, heater up by five, I think. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, it was – I think you're right. It's 66-60, so six points. And uh, we'll get in the NBA here shortly. Uh, out west, you got Oakland, uh, who is three games ahead of Houston, but Houston's probably going to get in there too. So are they seeding this like eight versus one, two versus seven, three, six, four, five? Is that how they're doing it this year? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. I don't know how they're doing that. I'd have to look that up, but we still have a couple more uh, weeks, so we're all right. Yeah. And then uh, National League, you know, we've got the Braves who are ahead, and uh, Phillies Marlins are there. I love how the Phillies have a 64% chance, and the Mets have a 56 and the Marlins have a 22. <laughs> and they're three games ahead of the Mets. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's – with all this COVID stuff, it's going to get crazy at the end of the year, like they were saying, because uh, Cleveland played St. Louis the other night, and they um, they were saying how St. Louis has to have like they have to have like seven doubleheaders in ten days or something. Because <laughs> when because the playoffs are supposed to start at a certain point too, right? Yeah, they have to. So they're gonna they they have to get doubleheaders in to get caught back up. And same thing with um, – I think it was the same thing with the Mets, same thing with the Phillies. I mean, these teams that were out for a week and a half or whatever with COVID, yeah, it's, yeah, it sucks for them. Because, like, like, the Cards, they've only played 27 games where you've got other teams that have played 37. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of doubleheaders, which, I mean, they're going to get tired out. That's what, that's what they are talking about on the broadcast of, you know, you can do a doubleheader a week. That's fine. No problem. But when you're doing it – you're doing five doubleheaders in a week. You get tired out, man. That's and 14, yeah, it's only seven innings. innings. Yeah, 14 innings a night, though, still, man. That's five extra and hoping, innings a night. hoping you don't go to extra innings. Oh, my hoping. God, right? So, yeah. It's, I mean, that take a toll on you. But 
Oh, here you go. I got I got Parrot's pick, by the way. John Ram. John, yeah. <laughs> Is his name Jonathan Ram? <laughs> yeah, he can have. He's out of it anyway, so. That's yeah. So you can have him for maybe he'll get a one. He's not gonna. He's not gonna catch. I don't think he's catching us. He, he keeps picking guys that don't play. Um, <laughs> yeah. How, how about the Nats, man? Our defending champs, twelve and twenty-one. What what the hell happened to them? I think that's where they were. Um, you know, last year. Last year, yeah. They were twelve and twenty-one. The they, they don't is, got one hundred and sixty-two games to. They don't have another hundred <laughs> games to make up for it. So yeah, um, not gonna be great for them. Red legs, they they still got a shot to make the playoffs. Forty nine percent chance to make it. Mm. Yeah, not bad. But hoping man, for them. They've been struggling. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're we've only got twenty, you know, twenty six games left mm-hmm. for uh, several teams, which is crazy. That's just how baseball goes, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So, so he Parrot just said. Today's been the longest day ever. Can't wait to go home and sleep. <laughs> he worked a double today. So he's been there since like 5 a.m., I think. Yep. I've only done that like once or 700 times before. I feel you too, buddy. And so he is taking, this is kind of surprising, Ryan Blaney. Hmm. It's a good pick. That is a good pick. I like it. It's a good pick for Darlington. All right. So... Now that baseball is done, let's go into NBA. So a lot has happened since we've recorded a sports show in the uh, in the NBA. So uh, what, the Lakers are up – or no, the Lakers are waiting for the Rockets and Thunder game tonight, which is yep. at 9, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll take the winner of that. The Heat and Bucks are – this is the East semis, so the winner of this series, which right now the Heat are up by 10. Um, yep. And the Celtics are up two games to zero on Toronto. So it could be Boston and Miami, which would be a, an unexpected East Finals. For who? I picked Boston and Miami. Did you? Yes, we had a, a work pool. It is it is legitimate. So you I, picked them at the beginning of the playoffs? Yep. So when the playoffs, right, right before the playoffs started, we did a, a work pool because there's a lot of basketball fans there, a lot of them. So uh, the boss man, Robert, um, your, your twin, decided that everyone can, whoever they want, whoever wants can put in one bracket. We'll fill it out this way. You fill out your teams. You fill out how many games they are. You get a point if your team wins the series. You get an extra point if you get it in the correct amount of games. Whoever wins gets a free lunch on, uh, on him. So, um, and I told him, I told Rob, I said, if he wins, I'll buy him lunch because I know that's not going to happen, um, <laughs> which already not. So yours truly, um, you know, just like normal, uh, everyone loves to loves to doubt me. Yeah, I have uh, Heat in Boston, and I have Boston beating the Heat and going to play the Lakers in the finals, but losing to LA in six. That was my. Uh, that's what I got. The um, that's that's good. My fear as a Celtics fan is they don't match up well with. Well, they don't match up with Milwaukee. At all, Milwaukee's tall, big. Miami, they they match up better with, but Miami's still bigger. Like I was telling you a few a uh, few weeks ago, when they were playing to end the regular season or end this thing, this uh, their quote unquote regular season, their seeding rounds, mm-hmm. and I said Boston looks tiny on the floor with the Heat, mm-hmm. but if they can use speed, seven game series is a lot of time, and they got speed. They've got ballers on that team, a lot, young ballers. I mean Kemba, Jalen. 
and uh, and Tatum. I mean, they're, yeah. they're ballers. And I mean, they um they looked really good in game one against Toronto. In oh, game they, two, they looked a little flat, but they came back and they showed some some poise there and came back and won. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, they stole game two, oh, but but it doesn't matter. Win's a win. You go up two nothing. I'm at some present. So my first my first loss is what you just had, which we'll probably talk about in a minute. And thanks a lot, by the way, Jeremy. Um, I picked the Jazz to beat the Nuggets, and they did not. So that was why. So far, that's my only loss in our uh, in in the bracket. Unfortunately, that's crazy. So if you look at this, um, this is what I always say, and this is what I said two years ago. I don't give a shit what Kyrie does. It doesn't matter when Kyrie was there. It doesn't matter what Kemba does. If Tatum doesn't play well, you're not going to win. Like Tatum is the stud on the team. Like he, it's his team without it being his team. As you remember, a few years ago, they won when he was leading, not Kyrie. Just like now, he's leading. They look dominant. Yep. Like game one, like you said, they look dominant. You can see the stats here: thirty-four, eight, and six. Nearing LeBron there. I mean, you're not at LeBron quite yet, but because LeBron will just put up triple doubles, but. It's uh, it's nuts. I mean, you got – but their rebounds, like we said, so they had, what, 44 team rebounds? And they actually had more than, than the Raptors because they're a little – I mean, Gasol's pretty big. But if you look at this, Williams, you know, Robert Williams, they're actually letting him play, you know, for 18 mm-hmm. minutes, which is surprising. And then even Greg Williams. So uh, Jalen Brown had eight rebounds. And, oh, I mean, Tatum even had eight. So – but his this is big right here. We always talk about this. Free throws, fourteen free of throws, fourteen. I mean, the whole team missed two free throws. So twenty-three to twenty-five. Yeah, that's nuts. And then, like mm-hmm. you said, we were talking about the Jazz and uh, Denver, and it wasn't they stopped Jamal Murray, but then they got lit up by Jokic. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, didn't. I watched till halftime of that game. And um, Denver was up pretty – I think they were up by like 13 and a half or something like that. Um, I didn't expect the low-scoring game that I ended up seeing yeah, <laughs> when I up woke by, up and I got to work. But Yeah, they were up by 14 and a half. They only scored 30 points in the second half. And still won. And still won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, hey, <clears throat> they played well at the right time. And, um, you know, it's – Denver won two in a row. That's what they needed to do, and they did that. So Utah could have closed them out. Just couldn't get it done, unfortunately. How do you think Denver matches up with L.A.? Um, I mean, I think that they have to stay hot. But I, I I just don't think that they're going to be able to match up as well with Kawhi, Paul George. I mean, Paul George is starting. You know, he had the first five games or first four games were shitty. His last two looked good. So, you know, if he stay if he keeps playing the way he does, they're just they just don't have enough talent to match up with what the Clippers are going to throw at him. Um, but the, the the series should go 6. I think that uh, the Clippers will end up beating Denver in 6. Well, now what about tonight's game? Rockets Thunder. I mean, granted, honestly, it's going to be over by the time this episode comes out, but Yeah, I mean, honestly, um I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I think the Rockets are going to win. They have the better team, but it's they're not in Houston, you know. They're they're in, you know they're in uh they're in a bubble uh, nowhere. So it's all about talent, and I certainly think that you know the 
Thunder have a lot better shot to win than they would if this was a series based on, um, you know, a series based on going home and going to the, 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 that player's arena or team's arena, excuse me. I think Oklahoma City has a better shot tonight than I think, but we'll have to see. If Westbrook and Harden can't get along or someone goes cold, it's going to be trouble in paradise. And I kind of want to see it happen just because there's a, uh, a young man at work who's got some uh, – he's, he's a big Rockets fan, and he likes to run his mouth. Um, <laughs> he is 0-3 against me making bets. And I tell him, I said, don't bet me. I will beat you, and he still do it. And I'll tell him, no, I don't want you to, and he will still do it. So It's like UFC, uh, the UFC bets that we have with, with Cody and Perry usually line up, and you and I are 2-0 and against them in picks. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, it's like, come on, you just, just listen to me. What about the one coming up, though, on the 26th? We're going to cover that in a few weeks without Asanya and Costa. Um, I'd have to look into that a little bit more. Um, yeah, look being, into that. <laughs> I'm going to have to, just because yeah, being – If you're bored, come watch it with us that night. 26th will probably be at uh, Brandon's. Okay, yeah, remind me. Me, me Shiv, and uh, Brandon. Maybe Parrot. If he's not drunk drunk at a at a party and then rolls his ankle into a kid's toy house playing football. Yeah. We still got COVID around, but he's going to go to parties. Well, it was, a, it was a baby shower. Exactly. A diaper party. Can't have a party anywhere these days. No, we still, uh, we still had a party. Uh, well, we had our, you know, our sporting event. I was wondering how much shit we would get for that. We didn't get any. I mean, we all had a good time. Everybody was fine. Everybody was good. We all ate pizza. All played some sports every time. Yeah. That's all we can do, man. Um, all right. So let's go into the NHL. I'm going to give an update on our picks. All right. So um, Bruins are out. Lightning lit them up. Four games to one. Thank you for my Lightning, my pick, my Stanley Cup team. Uh, they are in. We've still got the Flyers at three and two. Uh, Islanders are actually up on the Flyers three games to two. Mm-hmm. The Golden Knights are up on the Canucks three games to two, and the Stars are up on the Avs uh, three to two. The Avalanche. So, dude, it's it's close. And the game just started, game uh, six, and it's zero zero right now, as we can see. Fourteen minutes left in the first, and then tomorrow we've probably got the other two games: the Canucks and and Golden Knights, and the Islanders and and uh, Flyers. Mm-hmm. Whoop. Hopefully you didn't hear that. Um, the uh, so what do you what do you think? I mean, star. I know you picked uh, the Avalanche, I believe, but Stars Avalanche. Stars are up three games to two. How do you think that's going to fare out? Um, you know, I still think the Avalanche are going to come back. I just think they're more talented than Dallas, but Dallas has a really good team as well. And well, yeah, and they're young, man. They're like watching. They're like the Mavericks. You know, those yeah. two young teams. Yeah, if, if they would have beaten um, – they should have beaten St. Louis last year. They would have won the Cup, uh, but they did not, and St. Louis obviously ended up winning the Cup. So I think this is kind of like a redemption sort of – a redemption run for them. And it would be cool to see them go. I mean, Dallas hasn't been there and wow, oh, man. I'm trying to think. I think maybe since Brett Hall was there maybe. It's um, been a while. Well, they won the Cup. Dallas – you're talking about Dallas? Yeah. They won the Cup in what, 03? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. So it's, um, you know, it certainly would be uh, nice to see. And same thing with the Avalanche. It's been a while for them too. Um, 
But I, I, I do think that the Avalanche, honestly, are going to come back and, and take this from Dallas. I think they'll win tonight, and then they'll win here in a couple days um, and go to the Western Conference Finals and end up uh, against our fan favorite Golden Knights. But now we got them Seattle cracking, man. So yeah, them Seattle cracking are coming, and they got some sweet at dude. Their logo's sick, man. Yeah, fuck them. I'm still gonna pull for them. I'm not. They're not the Red Wings. Well, I, I mean, they're not the Penguins, but I got to get some swag of theirs because it's sweet. Nah, I'm out. I'm out on Seattle. Not my cup of tea up there. Probably mostly the Seahawks' fault. <laughs> The Seattle, yeah, I don't like the Seahawks. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were right. So it was, uh, 99 is when the Stars won the Cup. 99, yeah. Damn, that's a long time ago. But you were right, Brett Hall. Yep, because then Brett Hall went to Detroit in 02 and won a Cup. That's why I remember that. I just couldn't remember what year it was. If it was 2000, I just it was right about there. But, yeah, so we'll see. I mean – the Avs, uh, like you said, the Avs have the firepower and, and can certainly do it. So I wouldn't if they pull off the next two here. And the, right, and then you've got uh, we've got tomorrow's games. Um, Golden, you think the Golden Knights finish that out tomorrow against the Canucks? I, I do, um, and I, I think that the Flyers end up winning and, and force a game seven. But but I do think the Golden Knights close it out tomorrow night and also go to the Western Conference Finals. You think the Flyers are going to make it to the Eastern Conference Final, or you think it's going to be the Islanders? I I do think the Flyers will, but if the Islanders win this series, I am taking the Islanders over the Lightning because they are really you beat Washington, you beat the two top seeds, um, well, two of the top seeds. Yeah, Tampa was one. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, if you can take them all out, you know they're good hockey, man. They're playing when it matters. And that's why yeah. we talk about NHL, why we love NHL, is all you got to do is play well at the right time. That's what's great about NHL. And there would be nothing more surreal than the Islanders doing this when they can't be at home because their fans have had to suffer forever. I don't think they've won a cup since the 80s. This would be the year that they would win the cup because nobody can go. That would just be, just be, just be typical New York right there. That would be it's, it. It's perfect. But, you know, I still yeah. think it's going to come out to Tampa and Vegas. Uh, I hope I'm right. And, uh, see, I have Tampa over Vegas, but I'd be rooting for Vegas, which means Parrot would get a cup. Because Who's he took he Vegas over Tampa. He basically just flip-flopped mine because he's an uh, asshole. Well, good. I hope uh, Dallas beats the Islanders so nobody wins. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, because Jersey's out, Nashville's out, Washington's out, Colorado's in. Mm-hmm. So Tampa, Vegas, Colorado still there. So if Dallas wins tonight, Cody Bryant's out. Yep. And yep. Then you have Tampa and Parrot has Vegas, right? Yep. Okay. So you're at least in still for a little bit, but uh, Parrot's not quite there yet. So we'll see. Yeah, screw that Parrot. Idiot. <laughs> Goddamn fool. All right. So Kentucky Derby this weekend. Um so I'm. We've so the three top, the tis the law is heavy favorite, three to five favorite. So I'm taking tis the law to win. That's a, um, that's a pussy pick. No, no favorite picking. All right, fine. I'm taking well. Honor AP and Authentic are the top three rated horses because I like this. I'm going to take 
King Guillermo. No, that's King funny. Guillermo. Because I was looking right there, and I was thinking New York traffic. And yeah, that's the other one. See, I put South. New York traffic sounds – that's the other one I wrote down. So, But I'm but, taking King Guillermo because you okay. said don't pick – don't pick the top one. So yeah, I think Tislaw, if I'm betting, Tislaw is going to win. If I'm doing a trifecta bet, give me Tislaw, Honor AP, Authentic. But I might sneak in King Guillermo in there because you got to have an upset horse oh, somewhere I'm, in there because the top three never finish top three. I think and I, they're on the outside post, by the way. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not. They are all on the outside. The top three guys, top three horses are on the outside posts. I don't like that. I don't either. But tis the law is still a three to five favorite, so I think he must he must run well on the outside then if he's three to five. Three to five, yeah. So it's his race to lose. But give me King Guillermo, and I did like New York traffic too. I definitely there's no doubt I'm putting money on that. But my pick, my pick is going to be Money Moves, just because I like the name Money Moves. Money Moves. Oh yeah, I'm taking tis the law. I wonder how much. I think I got like sixty bucks in my FanDuel racing account. I need to get it back on mine. I don't. I have some money in there. I played a little bit, and I was like, "You got to stop this. You're getting, you're gambling too much." Yeah, I'm not a big horse racing guy, so it doesn't really matter to me. But now, since the Derby, like, fuck it, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to bet all my money and see if I win anything. If I win, I'll just pull it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so you think that's uh, King Guillermo, New York traffic. Some of the names are great. Who are Bob Baffert's horses this year? I don't know. I got to look that up. I'm, I'm assuming Tis the Law is. <laughs> that would be my guess. Law. Old Bobby Baffert coming around. Let's see here. Oh, someone on CBS Sports is really high on King Guillermo, so there you go. Nice. Well, I'm taking King Guillermo. I, like I was saying, those three horses I think are the the best, but we're going to go with uh, King Guillermo might upset him. All right. And um, Jeremy's ready for trivia. You ready for trivia? You got those standings? No, because I'm looking up Bob Baffert's horses. Damn it. Oh, Sorry. Damn it. New York traffic. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's not him. Well, authentic is a Bob Baffert horse. Here, I'm going to go over here so I can't see the questions, so we are not looking at the questions yet. Let's see. Trainer, trainer, trainer. Bob Baffert, 1,000 words and authentic. So He's, he's one of the favorites. Yeah, 1,000 words and authentic are the Bob Baffert horses. Tis the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. All right, podcast trivia. All right, so podcast trivia. Um, last thing we had was August 12th, so ooh, that's been a little bit. Um, Montes Toboggan, Toboggan MD with five Montes seven. T- <laughs> I like Montes Toboggan. Montes Toboggan. <laughs> Man, I'm going with that. I like that. Montes Toboggan. Montes T, middle initial, Baggin. Capital T. Capital T. And it's going to be Baggins because I'm Bilbo's cousin. Montes <laughs> T. Baggins. Montes T. Baggins. Um, so, 575 there. Uh, Cody Bryant with 488. Myself, 489. Parrot, 223. Dub, 29. Wes Anderson with 7. Security Jeff with 1. 
So you're going to take the lead. Well, you already are one ahead of Cody, so pad that lead. Here we go. Let's start off with an NFL question. So far in the Super Bowl era, what four QBs have gone 10 years without missing a start? One in the Super Bowl era. So far, 10 years. 10 years without missing a start. One point for each correct. So do we got to open that chat box? That's what I'm doing, just to get them in. Four Super Bowl. Man, that's a long time. Super Bowl era. When have gone ten years without missing a start. Hmm. What year did Brady get hurt? <laughs> yeah. I, but I think a couple of them he sat too. So I'm I'm actually avoiding Brady. There was a lot of times where he, you know, you know, they won the division week 12, so he'd sit out. Um, I got two of them for sure. I just got to think of the other. Um, Ten years, huh? Ten years is a long-ass time, man. In the Super Bowl era, too, so I feel like, like one or two of these is going to be older. I have a feeling. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I'm going to assume Joe Theismann is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Just going to take an assumption there. All right. I'm ready when you are. I think I got two for sure. I don't know about the other two. So I am ready. You want me to throw it into the uh, chat then? Yep. All right. Boom. Same. Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, God damn it. There we go. The, uh, go. And I have, yeah, Breeze, Manning, Favre, Stallback. Well, Eli and Favre definitely are two of them. Okay. Damn. Yep. Phillip Rivers. You got three of them. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I get two. I knew that was a tough one. Phillip Rivers. Ah, oh, man. Should have known that. He's got more. He almost has as many starts in a row as he does kids. Fuck. Only two point guards have won NBA Finals MVP this century. Jesus Christ. Well, I wonder who one of them is. All right, I'm good. I think I got mine, too. Good. One, two, three, go. Okay. <laughs> Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, both of us. What do you know? Because <laughs> Kyrie won it with the Cavs. Yeah. Well, you know Steph. Won. Oh! Mm. Or oh, is, is Steph a shooting guard, though? I don't think so. I'm going to ask him that. Tony no, Parker Steph. and Chauncey Billups. No Steph, no Kyrie. LeBron must have won that year. Yeah, he probably did. Probably was LeBron. I feel like he wins every year. I thought Curry won NBA Final MVP. Nope, surprisingly. That's interesting. You're looking that up, aren't you? Damn right I am. (laughs) 
Yeah. No, he hasn't. I know Iguodala won, but I could have swore he won. Right. All right. It must have been, it must have been Durant. Then who won the year? Here we go. Sizzling survey question to change it up from calling it family feud. Sizzling survey. Nine current MLB pitchers with a minimum of 500 games has a career batting average over 300. Go around and guess. Three strikes and you're out. Only nine? I want be players. You American points. Because how many do we get? Dude, the, you said see. pitchers as players. You Does it say do players? That. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, I was about to say, I was like, pitchers? I was like, oh, shit. So... How many points? <laughs> Just one point apiece, I'd assume, right? Probably. Depends on the place. Of- oh, he's doing one of those. Okay, family feud style. Duh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll just ask him. Who goes first? Probably going to be you because I always get screwed on this. Well, you do have the most points, so <laughs> that's usually how that works. All right. Um, Mike Trout. Damn it. That was mine. Mike Fish. Five. Five points. Um... 500 games, so they've had to play basically four years. Four full years. Yeah. I got to think about this. Uh, I got to go just with – I'm going to go Bryce. I don't think he is, though, but I think he's outside. I bet like 260, I think. Yeah. Um, we'll go with Jose Ramirez. Mm. Okay, man. Okay. Uh, how long has Yelich been in the league? Mm, it's a good one. But how long has he been in there? I don't know. It's close. I feel like it's been longer than that. Damn it. Damn Ooh. it. 298. 298. Oh, my God. I've got two strikes. Um, who the hell are guys that are always up there batting average every year? That's what I'm trying uh, to think about. I can think of guys, but I can't think of guys that are just good hitters in general. Um, <clears throat> trying to think of like leadoff hitters and shit. Right. Uh, I'll go with um, Mookie Betts. That's a good one. I don't know if he's played for five years ago. 
Yeah, he's had to have. Whoo! Man. Yeah, see? Just barely. That's tough, man. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Nolan. Colorado. He should be. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm out. But already. Okay. Oh. Well, then I'm going to stick on that same team and go with Charlie Blackman. Yep. That's it. That's it. That was going to be my next one. Bear still has nice. So give yourself another seven. Rack up them points, man. I'm so trying right eight, now. You got 13 so far on this one. Keep I'm going. Trying. Um, let's see. Poof. And he's tied for third. Trying to good teams like the Dodgers, but goodness, they just don't have much. Um, And really, the Yankees have a lot of uh, – you know, they got a lot of bats, but – like I was thinking Stanton, but I don't think Stanton's batting 300. I think he's just a – he's a homer or strikeout kind of guy, you know? Well, their their hitter is Mayhew, but he he didn't really start hitting big until the Yankees, but I don't know what he really did before. He played for Colorado, didn't he, DJ? Yeah, I think you're right. Could I be mean, DJ. Colorado is definitely a hitter's ballpark. Um, God damn. Uh, give me – I don't think he's been in the league quite for five years, but uh, go with uh, Francisco Lindor, which he's having a shitty year this year. So, this will probably be an X. Correct. Um, so, I got one Correct more. Correct on that it's an X. Yeah. Yeah, I figured so. One more X at least. Oh, shit. Let's see what I can do here. Um, does Johnny Damon still play? Yes. <laughs> um, there's just so many effing players who are just not great, but they just hit all the time. I'm trying to think of guys who are on like hitting streaks and shit. And Pete Rose, does he count? Wade, Absolutely. Give me them. Um. Okay, I'll go with um, I'll go with Chris Davis from the A's. I, I think that's that's going to be an out. Yeah, he's a home run hitter. No, it's you spelled with a K. Everyone's going to think that's way wrong. I can't see. Well, Mayhew, I wonder if he would be up there. Yeah, I just mm. still got thirteen points to my none. Had three strikes straight up. Yeah. Shit. The answers as follows. Here we go. Here we go. Go, go, go. Typing, 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 typing. Thanks to Sparty Steve. Number one, Miguel Cabrera. Hey, look who's Cabrera. Look look who's number five, by the way. There's LeMayhew. Yep. Number two, Jose Altuve. Number three, Joey Devato. Uh, tie for number five, DJ LeMayhew. Seven, Robinson Cano. I forget about him. Number yeah. eight, Buster Posey. And Pujols had it, but he's now down to two ninety nine. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about Altuve. 
I just, oh man, Miggy, I, I just can't believe he's still up there. And yeah, I can't believe Joey Votto is up there. Well, I can't. He always hits well, and I don't know why I didn't guess him. I, I kept thinking Reds players, and I don't know why I didn't guess Lemayhew. You should have. All right, so we got this. I want to thank the podcast for hosting a great sports day a couple weeks ago. It was a lot of fun and great meetings and some of the crew. It stunk. Bear was unable to make it, but hopefully next time. We do want to apologize for roughing Parrot up, as promised, but it was not intentional most of the time. Uh, by the way, he tore his groin because I need him. Because, and he's like, oh, dude, you hit me in the groin. I'm like, we'll go up for the fucking rebound instead of me. Like, you've got four inches on me. And he's like, dude, I went up for it. I'm like, first off, my knee would not hit you in the groin if you were going up for a rebound. I'm just going to put that out there. So, anyway. He did have the play of the day, though, when the ball nailed him in the stomach. <laughs> I forgot about the basketball. I threw it around the stomach with such force that it sent him flying to the ground, and he had the presence of mind to pass the ball for a great assist. And Cody Bryant, if he's listening to the show eventually, you sure made your cousin proud. Horrific injury, yet you still competed. I have no clue how you did it. That was amazing. As much as I wanted the sweep, I really was happy seeing you score that game-winning touchdown as you earned it big time. I really hope uh, you have a speedy recovery and are doing okay. That's all I got for now. See you for wrestling. And, you know, like as we thought, and I mentioned this uh, in the last show or two shows ago, that we thought we were pretty evenly matched for basketball, which we were. It was three games to two was the final, and we were up you know, two to one. I mean, we won the first game 21 to two and then just felt, but Cody got hurt. We fell apart. Um, it just, it sucked. And, but so they, they beat us uh, softball. They beat us like we thought they would. We beat them in football like we thought we would. So exactly how we thought it play out and basketball being the most competitive, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they, so they get us this time, but you know, we're going to come back and get them in the spring and uh, looking forward to that. Go down play some putt putt. It'd be interesting to see how we do that dodgeball. I'm looking most forward to that'll be uh that'll be some fun. We'll watch how parrot can uh, get hit easily. Cause he's six yeah. foot five. Oh shit. And who knows if we'll have Cody Bryant by then. I mean, he's got, uh, he's got six months to heal. Ah, yeah, it'll be fine. There we go. So Jeremy, thanks again, man. We had a great time and uh, I'm glad none of your guys got hurt. All right, so uh, I want to say on a final thoughts is Spicy Nugs are back, or not back. They're here September 16th <laughs> for McDonald's. They're here. Yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's finally getting on the Spicy Nugget board. Kirk. Dude, I can't see, and I said this on a post of, uh, a few like a month ago uh, for a friend of mine that put best, best chicken nuggets, and I said, trick question, McDonald's, but if they're Spicy Nuggets, Wendy's, because they're the only ones that have it. Well, now. Mm, so good. Now. We're going to have to try these spicy nugs from uh, McDonald's. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I'll probably have to, uh, what is it, 9-16? So that's a Wednesday, isn't it? Sure. It's my mother-in-law's uh, birthday. So Yeah, yeah it's a Wednesday. Be... You're right. We might, have to, we might have to have them that day for the show. Yep, so... we'll have to go get some before we get Are you eating nugs right now? Oh, no, no I'm chips. <laughs> it looked like, look like nugs. I got home at 6.45, so I haven't had dinner. So I'm drinking moonshine and have Doritos. I love it. So uh, the the other thing is um, we're going to have – so episode, as we talked about, every 25th episode we're going to do a trivia. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got that coming up in, in, in October. 
we got to let Jeremy. We do now have a host. So Wayne, we, we got a few options. So Wayne just hosted the last one. He wants to host this one. Um, he hosted the sports movie Jeopardy. Did a great job. He's like, yes, I did amazing. And <laughs> so <laughs> if we do in person, you know, we'll do that. Or if we do it on Zoom, we can do it just like this on Zoom. No problems. And uh, we look forward to doing that with him. Uh, if it's in person, great. We'll, we'll figure out what we got to do. And we got the tag team titles that are going to be passed off. It's me and Bear against Cody and Parrot. So we're going to see how that goes. And uh, Bear and I are just going to take the titles home. That's it. So look for that in four weeks, four or five oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Episode 225, we're taking them. Um, the – so Wayne will host. We also we talked about Rich, who was playing with us too. He uh, does name that tune and does trivia as well at the Or House and at uh, Stubborn Brothers Pizza. So he wants us to get with him and do something. And I'm thinking we could probably get together with him at some point, do a recording um, somewhere in one of these places, doing a, a trivia or a name that tune and be fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So on this day in sports history, by the way. Uh, the birthdays I'll, I'll do birthdays first so birthdays for today which is september 2nd for us uh september 3rd for you jimmy connor's happy birthday on september 2nd 68 ah one more year jimmy one more year lennox lewis 55 really feel like he'd be like 105 yeah i feel like he's been around forever forever and since it's September 3rd, we got to give a shout out, which I'll probably name the episode after him. Happy birthday, Robbie in the lobby, September 3rd. So uh, it's going to have to be Robbie in the lobby turns 57 or however old he is now, 56. I think he's 57. What year was he born? What year is this? Uh, 2020. You shouldn't forget that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh so, I don't know. We'll have to come up with a name for tomorrow's episode, and then he'll like it. Happy birthday, Robbie in the lobby. Happy birthday, number 55 or 56 or 57 or 69 or who knows. So, so we could just call it Robbie in the lobby day. That's all we're going to call it because like it comes that. out on September 3rd. Robbie in the lobby day. There we go. The uh, All right. So, on this day in sports history – uh let's see i'll since you're the only one guessing uh this should be interesting pga championship men's golf hershey country club byron nelson wins his first pga championship beating sam sneed one up in monday 36 hole final Nine, 1936 1940 okay all right uh so skip some uh cub slugger ernie banks hits his 400th home run career home run off kurt simmons in chicago's 5-3 win at uh wrigley field against st louis 51 simmons also fun fact gave up willie may's 400th home run 51 65 Oh, old Ernie. Is Ernie Banks dead? I think so. Hmm. All right. So Yankees right fielder Reggie Jackson hits his 20th home run of the season in a 6-2 
home win over Seattle, 19th MLB player to hit 20 home runs in 11 straight years. That's crazy. 11, huh? Reggie would have to start in the late 60s, so 1980. 1978. Mm. Very close. I like it. Uh, German Ferrari driver Michael Schumacher wins the Belgian Grand Prix in Circuit des Spa-Francorchamps, champs, whatever that is, for record 52nd F1 Grand Prix victory. 2002. 2001. So close. Damn. All right. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, sorry we couldn't get you on the show. Thanks for everything you do. Happy birthday, Robbie in the Lobby on Robbie in the Lobby Day. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Happy birthday to the lobby that holds Robbie. <laughs>